Right you are, and we are broadcasting live here at our veranda at the WCCO Broadcast Center at the Minnesota State Fair, our home improvement show, welcoming your questions either by phone or text. Good morning, Andy Lind. It's good to see you again. Good to see you. Had a chance. I know you were running in and out of uh, the Lindis uh, booth at the grandstand yesterday because you're a busy guy. Uh, Tell folks where you're located because it used to be upstairs. Yeah, we're just down the stairs from where we were last year at the, the lower level of the grandstand. Uh, and the good news about this year's location, you can sign up for a free estimate on anything that we offer. And when you're done with that, you can buy the spam T-shirt from the spam folks right next to us. <laughs> right so, next door. So it's, uh, if you can't find us, you'll definitely be able to see the spam uh, booth. They're, they're loud and proud out there. That's right adjacent to, uh, to where you guys are. What are folks asking about? Because uh, you've got, you've got uh, I know, a 50% off uh, on various... Uh, items now. Yeah, you know, it's uh, 50% off uh, labor on the installation of leaf guard gutters, GAF asphalt roofing, season guard windows, and infinity windows by Marvin. And to be honest with you, it seems like most of our conversations this year, if it's not insulation, it's about the storms that we had, how to deal with storms, how far we are out on roofing, what uh, what to deal with with insurance companies. I'm getting a lot of those questions lately. Uh, the adjusters, uh, I... It hasn't been as consistent as uh, as I'm used to um, when when dealing with in, insurance companies for for whatever reason. And a lot of it has to do with that this storm wasn't as as concentrated as maybe some of the storms in the past, and it's more wind damage. And I've had more adjusters look at me and go, "I don't know how to price this. Can you just put a price on it and let us know what it is because it's it's structural damage." And I've, I've been in uh, more disagreements about sistering in trusses and things like that where I've made the recommendation or one of my guys have made the recommendation that we need to get a structural engineer involved, we're going to do it the right way. And to be honest, we spent two weeks just tarping roofs and, 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 and drying things in. When, when tornadoes happen and winds happen and things like that, it's, it's harder to deal with than hail. And the unfortunate part is the, the amount of riffraff that came up with this. It's one thing, if you just need a roof, but now you need a craftsman that, that is going to piece together your house the right way and in the proper way, that's that's not how I would describe the typical storm chaser. It's, it's not that you can't have a good experience with the these guys that are coming into town. You and I were talking off air. You're, you're seeing license plates all over the metro now. It's Texas. It's California. It's, it's all over. It's not that you can't have a good experience with those people, and they're needed. You just don't take care of catastrophic storms without people coming in and, and, and being able to deal with it. It's just that... When I talk to customers that have a bad experience, typically it's with somebody that they didn't know that knocked on their door, and that's when they made an emotional decision and went 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 that route. When we take the time to plan and 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 not rush things and and, and go local, I'm telling you, there's a lot of really good contractors here in the Twin Cities. We we really do. Um, you know, I'm a contractor here in the cities. Here's some of my competitors that, that, that are really good. There's, there's Garlock French. There's United Roofing. Uh, Eric Janant's a, a close personal friend of mine. Great, great guy. Does a good job. All-American Roofing. Uh, Jimmy Thurman. Crack Exteriors. All these guys do good work. And I always like to think, we always joke that uh, back and forth, who does the best work? And I always like to put my hat on as uh, the best guy in the Twin Cities. But for the amount of really good contractors we have in the Twin Cities, I don't see a need to ever use a storm chaser but it's you know it's an emotional thing like you suggested but if there's some major structural damage somebody wants that fixed like now yeah, yeah then but what do you suggest that they do that you 
I would still go local and 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 deal with it as, as they come. And your insurance company should have have some recommendations for you on how to how to handle it. Like I was dealing with the house had a tree all the way through the the the, the trusses. There's like five trusses that were broke. The sheeting was broke. Um, well, the way the insurance policy is, they're not going to deal with any of the tree removal unless it's on a structure. So. Sometimes if you don't have to wait the adjuster, you just work with and make sure you take a lot of pictures and 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 go from there. But we ended up cutting the tree and tarping over the tree to just kind of dry it in temporarily and then and then come back when we when we could. Um, but it, it's a lot to work through, and I'm telling you, I I go to a lot of these conventions uh, around the country with roofers, and the majority of the roofers there are, are storm guys. I mean, there's there's online universities and how to deal with insurance companies and how to do that. The other part is, a lot of these guys jack up their rates so much and supplement the heck out of their jobs on the back end, I just can't believe that our insurance rates haven't gone up more than what they have already. So there's, there's, a, there's a lot of different things you can do to help our area by not using storm chasers, I believe. Let's invite our listeners to join in on the conversation. If you have happen to have any kind of a home improvement question for Andy, you can call it in or text it in. Same number applies, 651-989-9226. Again, 651-989-9226. I was looking uh, when we were uh, talking with uh, folks at the uh, uh, Lindis site at the grandstand mm-hmm. yesterday that, uh, of course, you've got all the information of the things we talk about on the yeah. air. What about decking? Do people show up and ask about decking as oh, well? All the time. It's... Uh you know, There's so many great products out there now. Yeah, there there are, and um, you know, there there really is no such thing as a no maintenance deck. We call it a minimum maintenance deck, and and every one of those products have their their strengths and weaknesses. Uh, Zuri, which I have in my own house, it uh, you know looks great. It it's very durable, but it you know it also has some some drawbacks on it. Uh, expansion contraction on this product is greater than most. It so is. You really have to you really have to know what you're doing on, on the installation process and and worry about how you glue the corners together and all the process that you take in there. Um, the Azec material it, it also has some expansion contraction issues, but it's not as much as Zuri, so we we tend to lean that way a little bit more and then you know there's a whole bunch of different kind of wood varieties out there that we we can take a look at too and so we'll we'll be able to work with you and work with any budget in order to find the right decking for you and where we live i think it's important we value our time outside so i don't know about you but my deck and patio is it's the majority of my time at home is spent on one of those two things and uh, you and Luke, both our friend Luke Panic uh, as well, say that most people who contact Lindis Construction and, and they want a new deck built, uh, what, 80%, 90% are, are the low maintenance, not wood yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very small amount choosing wood. And when they choose wood, typically they're choosing like a, like a, a KDAP material, which is like a brown treat. Um, mm. So it's like a treated lumber that's the, the price point deck that we'll, that we'll actually use. It looks great, but... Again, what about that exotic wood that you guys have talked about? We've done a couple of those, but, you know, those things uh, get so darn expensive. When you start to compare those prices, which you're going to have to stain yeah. and have to maintain... That's true. It makes it pretty easy to choose Azek or Zuri material. If you have a question about decking, roofing, windows, siding, anything like that, anything pertaining to home improvement, call us or text us as we head to this break. 651 651- 
989-9226, or you can uh, send a text, 81807. We'll get back to the phones and text messages coming up live from the Minnesota State Fair here on Newstalk 830 WCCO. And good morning. Welcome back to our Home Improvement Show, live from the Minnesota State Fair. Danny along with Andy Lindis here on our broadcast veranda. And we have folks here answering, asking questions. Andy here to answer them. We'll also do the same thing via phone and text. What's your first name, sir? Lawrence. Lawrence, what do you want to ask Andy? Um, well, you know, last year we had the polar vortex. And we had tons of frozen sewer vents everywhere. And I wanted to thoughts about a product called the Sewer Skewer. I know uh, that we use that, and it worked really good, but it worked even better when we ordered the extensions for it that went further down the, the sewer pipe, and it seems like it worked twice as good. So uh, we, we got it on SewerSkewer.com. It was just an awesome product. I was wondering what your thoughts are. Are we going to have another polar vortex? <laughs> let's, let's hope not. You're not a weather guy, uh, but a climatologist. But uh, uh, what, what is that? It's a piece of copper that you slip down the... Yeah, uh, and, and I would get the extension because the more metal that is in there, the more energy that it has a chance of, of staying warm. So the farther it goes down, it's going to get... One, it's going to get closer to the warmer air that's coming up. So and it will let that, that, that heat up. The other thing to do is you could either paint that. Most of these sewer stacks are going to be white, so you can paint them black. Then let the sun do what mm. the sun is supposed to do. And then you can talk about insulating them actually in the attic too, um, well, which we have. So, yeah, we can we can wrap them with a bat or wrap them with foam. And, and then, again, that's just one more step you can actually take. But, yeah, it was an issue last year along with uh, black mold. And, I mean, I saw things get so cold and then all that snow came, and I had rafters that were cracking, and all these additions that were done by do-it-yourselfers. I'm in there trying to figure out where things were tied together, and so I'm hoping that we never have another polar vortex again because uh, it did not it did not treat a lot of our houses well. Although one of the coolest things I've ever seen, I came up over the hill, and I'm looking down at uh, my hometown. I live in, in Woodville, Wisconsin, uh, by the way. And the air was as still as I've ever seen, and I've never seen all the chimneys going at once. Like, every chimney in the village was, well, you could see the air coming up. And I just sat there and looked at it for like a half hour and just had never, never been around it. Mind you, I had 18 guys at my own house working on stuff because we were training on the inside where it was warm. It was too cold to work anywhere else. And I just know what, what that cold weather does to materials. We broke a lot of things that day. Um, we broke tools. We broke machinery. We broke a lot of materials. But uh, we at least uh, were doing something when it was when it was 60 below. All right. Let's hope that doesn't happen. Thank you. Thank you, Lawrence. Thank you. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Let's take a look at the, uh, at the text screen. Uh, if we were talking about decks, if you were to going to want a low-maintenance, good-looking deck material, what would you recommend? Uh, would uh, you just mentioned a couple. Yeah. Uh, the number one I'm recommending is the Timber Tech deck by ASEC. Uh, I believe that it's one of the more stable materials out there. It doesn't quite have the look of Zuri. I still think Zuri's look is better, but from longevity, ease of installation, and from some expansion and contraction issues, I just think it's... Uh, we're having better luck with our customers on that decking right now. Timber okay. Tech by Azek. Very good. Let's go to the phones. I think Tim and Fridley is still there. I hope he is. Tim, are you still with us? Yep. What is your question for Andy? Uh, I have a house that was built in the mid-1970s, and it has blown-in insulation in the attic. 
I'm wondering what is the possibility of there being asbestos in that, and if so, how how do I get it tested? Well, um, can you describe uh, the type of in- what what are you seeing for insulation up there? Does it look like little like gray rocks? Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a gray, um, uh, kind of like gray sort of powdery uh, stuff. Yeah, you know, what, what we can do when we come out, uh, one, we're going to do a complete assessment of your entire attic, and two, we have the safety equipment to get up in your attic and actually do that and stay safe, even if there is asbestos. Um, and then we'll actually take a sample of that and we'll actually get it sent out um, to it. Now, typically when we find asbestos in the attic, it's because of vermiculite. Now, our area of the world, there was really only one mine, is my understanding, where, the, where vermiculite actually came with asbestos so we're only finding that maybe half the houses that we get tested are come back positive for asbestos and it, it does double the the price of your insulation job because of the removal costs of that product so we'll uh, we'll go out and we'll get it tested and, and we'll go from there and if uh, if we can not have it uh, have to deal with an abatement company to deal with it we will if uh, if it comes back positive then we'll have to talk about the abatement company it's got to do what you got to do in that case. I mean, yeah, you can't just, get around it. No, and, and and when you talk to most people about it, and they find out they have asbestos in their attic, and what what I what you have to remember is your attic in a lot of places is going to work like a giant filter. There's something called stack effect. So in the winter time, what's happening is you're actually pulling air up through your house through your attic, and that's why in the winter time when it's really cold out, you if you're having bad stack effect happen, you're actually getting frost inside your attic because of that warm air coming up into your attic meeting a cold surface condensation happens immediately turns to frost in the summertime the exact opposite happens it's pulling air down your attic through that Mm. dirty insulation or asbestos or rat droppings or mouse droppings or bat droppings or any other kind of critter i come in come face to face with a raccoon in an attic once and try not to fall through the ceiling (laughs) it uh there's a lot of different things that you can see in the attic but all that stuff in the summertime is filtering down and that's the air that's coming into your house and and when you when you describe that to people it's uh they usually want it out of there and out of there quick stack effect it's called uh, I tell you what, let, let's do that. I think Bonnie has been waiting there in Hill City to ask you a question. Bonnie, are you still with us? Yes. How can we help you? Well, we built a house, a small lake home, about five years ago on a cement slab. And we uh, we know, we watched him dig the footings down, and he went down about six feet and filled it all up with sand. And um, now every spring when we open it up, there's water standing on the floor, and it's ruined our carpet, and it's ruined our pads. It's lifted our tiles, and I'm just wondering if there's anything you would suggest we could do with that. Where do you think the water's coming in? Right through the floor, we think, but not just in a spot. It's the whole floor. And have you have you looked into your drain tile or adding more drain tile? Well, um, in the spring, after we, after we dry everything out, it disappears. So it's only when we heat it up in the spring. Hmm. But we don't, um, we, yeah, that's what their contractor said, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, we don't uh, keep it heated during the winter. I don't know, does that matter? Or? Well, I, I wonder where the, well, if it only happens in the spring, so the first thing is what's happening with the winter melt? Where's the water going? Maybe it's not coming up through the floor. Um, it might be, it could be through the floor that all of that, uh, how close to the lake are you? 
Oh, probably 200 feet. Yeah, so the water table is pretty high. Um, and all, all of that and water there are happens. a lot of springs. Yeah, and so you could have some water coming up from the bottom, but I'd want to investigate more. And typically, when, when I run across this, I recommend a company called safebasements.com. Jesse Treble does a okay. yeah does a really good job. Goes around the country and teaches people about sub pump systems, battery backups, wall anchoring systems, um, things of that nature. And, and they're just right out of Litchfield. So a great guy. Oh. Does does really good work and he has people all over the metro. He does uh, uh, foam jacking as well. So if you have uh, other concrete issues, but if there's a way to make your basement dry. He's going to let you know, and why I recommend him, I know lots of projects where he's looked at and recommended things where he'd make no money whatsoever in order to fix their problems. So if, uh, if there's a way that his company can do it, he'll let you know. If there's a way that he thinks it'd be a better way, he'll let you know that as well. Very good, Bonnie. Yeah, safebasements.com. You want to contact them. They're, they would know right away what's going on. There's no doubt. Well, when I when I talk about water in the basements, he's uh, the first person I call. Yep. All right. Tell you what, we need to take a break. And a good Saturday morning to you. Welcome back to the Minnesota State Fair. We're out in our CCO broadcast veranda at our broadcast center here at the fairgrounds. The sun popping in and out of, uh, well, Andy, you brought some some, uh, blue sky with you a little bit uh, here and there. Uh, And we expect highs around 77 today. So it's going to be a nice nice weekend for folks. I'm sure you've seen, even at the... uh, uh, Linda's uh, uh, site at the uh, grandstand, mm-hmm. a big crowd just in the last two days. Yeah, you know, uh, we're just coming here and trying to park is, uh, <laughs> is is a chore. But, yeah, no, it's been wall-to-wall people, and, and why wouldn't there be? This is the nicest weather I've had at a fair in a long yeah, time. Yeah, I, mean, I think, yeah. Mid-70s, I'll take this every day, all day. Well, if that forecast is right, I uh, have a feeling we will be seeing records being broken maybe every day yeah. of the uh, state fair. If you have any kind of a home improvement question, you can ask it right here if you happen to be in the audience or uh, call us or text us. That same number applies, 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226. Uh, let's go back to the phones, I think, and I hope Alan uh, from Montrose is uh, waiting in the wings there. Alan, are you still with us? Uh, I am. What's your um, question, please? Well, I'm I'm going to need a new roof on my house in the next couple of years, and I'm starting to do some investigating. And uh, I've come across some roofing shingles from a couple different manufacturers, and they have this uh, uh, polymer modified or SBS, and I'm just wondering if Andy has any thoughts on that. I assume it costs more. Is it worth it? Well, a lot of different factors go into it. Uh, Most of the manufacturers have that type of shingle. Um, I'm a a firm believer in in what GAF has. It's a a different type of material than asphalt, so it actually gives you a Class 4 rating, which is going to give you an impact rating. And this is why I think it's important when when you're talking uh, about roofing, that we we go online, do our research, and find somebody local, because we're we're here in Minnesota and in, in Wisconsin. We do roofing and things differently, and we use different materials than they use around the rest of the country. I'm telling you, you know, some of the things you see, what they do with ice and water shield, and, and some of the underlayments uh, that these guys coming up, it, it's different. I, I got some samples here. Now, um, this is your typical shingle. You wanted to give this one a feel here, sir. This is what you're seeing a lot of these guys coming in from out of town using. 
All those guys that I recommended earlier, again, I did recommend other roofers in the Twin Cities. My competitors here over these guys, as I know they do better work, all of those guys are GAF Master Elite Roofers. Only the top 3% of the roofers in the country get that. Now feel this this shingle here. This is the my favorite shingle. It's Glenwood by GAF. How different is that shingle? It's, it's, it's what, twice the weight? That's twice the amount of asphalt? Think of what my roof is going to do in the wintertime compared to that, that shingle back there as it's getting passed through, through the crowd. It, it's a big difference. So, and when you sit those next to each other, now, I, I know roofing. Like, I walk around here, and I, I look at roofs. I drive around, I look at roofs. I can tell the difference in roofs. Ordinary, if you're not in roofing, and you put these next to each other, they look very, they look very similar. similar. Yeah. I mean, the, the colors are similar, the tabs are similar, until you feel the difference in weight. It's, it's, it's quite a bit different. Uh, three bundles to a square, ten bundles to a square. When, when I show up to roof your house, it looks like I'm roofing the neighborhood. That's how many shingles show up. But I know that my roof's going to last 50 years in Minnesota. I know that I don't want to. I plan on being around another 40 years. Well, maybe not me personally, but Lindus Construction plans on being around another 40 years. So I want to do everything in my power to make sure that whoever is running the show 20 years from now isn't dealing with the crap that I installed. Just like I don't have to go back and deal with any of my father's customers or my mother's customers. Let's, let's be honest. It was, there are more mother's customers than father's. Uh, I want to make sure that we do the same thing. And how do we do that? We use the best materials that we possibly can. The other cool part about this shingle is it's made in Minneapolis, Minnesota. So is that a fact? When, when, you, when you talk about it, and the cool I'm, I'm about to do a roof and solar panels for the, 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 the head guy at that factory. So I'm pretty excited about it. And But we buy our shingles from a factory made right here in Minneapolis, uh, just like our siding. See the siding on this building? Yeah. Two Harbors, Minnesota right. is where that came from. The roof on the, on the WCCO building, made in Minneapolis, Minnesota. That's a, that's a cool thing for us. It really is. And, and then our windows, the Infinity Window by Marvin, made right here in Minnesota. Well, actually, Fargo, but they do have factories up in Minnesota, but the Infinity Window is now made up in Fargo. So All part that. of CCO. All part of CCO land, at least. Uh, you were talking about uh, different parts of the country. With the, with the, structurally, they do different if... A roofer down in, it doesn't matter, south of the Mason-Dixon line. What do they do differently? Obviously, it's warmer weather. But what's different about if you see a storm chaser, uh, who we'll just call a storm chaser, with Texas plates coming up here, what, what will they do differently? And then and maybe the homeowner will have no idea. Um, well, for us, uh, it, it really starts with the underlayments that we use, the ice and water shield, how much ice and water shield we actually use. There's codes that are out there, but I don't necessarily agree with the codes. Uh, the codes don't say you need ice and water shield up the rakes. Well, if you have a, a, a rake, which is the peak of a house that's west-facing, where the, the majority of our weather comes from, wind-driven rain, and, and I have videos of this on our Facebook page where somebody did not put ice and water shield there. It was a five-year-old roof. The entire sheeting, eight inches, on that rake was rotten because the wind-driven rain got got behind there. Now, if you don't have your ice and water shield three feet past the interior wall and you get an ice dam on your roof, ice dam's going to hold water behind there. Now, all of a sudden, you have leaking into your house. Now, you're talking about hundreds, maybe even thousands of dollars worth of damage to your insulation, to your ceiling, to, to all things. If you live in Texas, you're not talking about ice dams. 
You're not, you're not used to that. You haven't, you haven't experienced that. Now there's, again, not that you cannot have a good experience with, with the out-of-town guys, but I'm telling you, when I talk to people that had a bad experience, typically it's because they went with somebody that knocked on their door, they didn't do their research, check out their references. When we come to your house, you want to see references? We'll, we'll drive you around the neighborhood. We'll probably be able to find a few of your neighbors that we've done work for. So it, 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 we have no problem sharing that, but it's, it's really easy to want to rush and get this done quick because it, it's a pain in the butt, you know? It, it's hard to deal with. No one likes going through it. Everybody thinks like, oh, I'm going to get a free roof. Not a lot free about it. Your time is worth something. It's going to take a lot of time, and typically insurance companies aren't going to give you enough money to cover everything, especially your deductible. And, and if you're doing that with, uh, with one of these guys coming in where they say they're going to cover your deductible... Um, just imagine that. If they're willing to cheat the insurance company, what else are they willing to cheat? Is is what I what I want to recommend. You know, it, it, when you hear that, that should be the first thought that comes to your head. And when I hear roofs going for five, six, seven thousand dollars, the first thought that comes to my head is how cheap a shingle are they actually using? What was the deal of the day from whatever box store that they got? That looks like the color that you picked is usually what's going to go on. And it might not even be the same shingle manufacturer. I've seen that before. Guess what happens when you don't use the same, even from the same manufacturer, if you don't use the same lot, they can weather different. So five years down the road, you might have a polka dot roof where different colors are doing different things. Now, does Lindis put up, uh, like you did at our house a few years ago, the ridge vent? Is, is that commonly used now or more often than not? Um, I don't know if I'd go with commonly used. Um, if you're a master elite GAF roofer, chances are you're you're doing something like that where you can. Um, certain roofs, hip roofs, have a, a harder time using a ridge vent because there's just not enough ridge in order to do it. So you have to use your your normal box vents or some people call them turtle vents. I know there there's a product out there that does like a, you can do a hip vent. So like on a hip roof is a roof that doesn't have any type of peak. So it goes all the way around. So that, that one that comes down the angle, you can do a vent on that hip. But I'm still not comfortable enough with that particular venting where it could leak because water, you know, at the top of the roof, everything is shedding coming down. You're kind of opening up a space where water can come to, especially if you have any ice issues, oh, okay. things like that. So I tend to go away from that and recommend box vents or some other type of venting uh, in that. There's a solar-powered ridge vent that we can put in smaller areas that's going to do a better job of taking air out. But it's not just your ridge venting and your roof venting. If you're not talking about your intake and your soffits and getting in the attic and, and looking at all of those things to run in conjunction with everything else, then... You're really doing the customer disservice. you got to look at all the variables. Yes. Yeah. All right, we need to take a quick break. We have uh, more show to come here from the fair. If you have a home improvement type of question, call it in, text it in, bring it up here to the deck, 651-989-9226. Live here at our CCO Broadcast Center. Denny Long here with Andy Lindis from Lindis Construction. Andy, we got a few minutes here before the end of the show. You know what's fun? As you know, because you see it too, it's always fun to come out here at the fair because... You, if you're lucky, you see folks or friends that you haven't seen in a, you know, 50, 100 years, something like that. It wasn't really quite that. <laughs> but uh, to see some uh, some neighbors we haven't seen for a long time. But it is. It's truly the, the great Minnesota get-together, as they as they call it. Absolutely. And, uh, well, we've been, uh, speaking of friends, we've been uh, doing this show with Linda's Construction. I can't, I can't, how many years now has it been? 
You can't remember either. It's 15, like, I think. 14, uh, 15 years. It's got to be years. close to yeah, that. I, it's, I do. Uh, it's pretty awesome. Um, but, boy, time sure does fly. And if uh, for those maybe joined us late uh, because the last few years, I don't know how many years you were in the upper level of the grants and Linda's construction mm-hmm. for quite a quite a few years. Yeah. But, again, for those joining the show late, where, uh, where are you guys located now? We are located about right in the middle of the lower level of, of the grandstand. So if you see the spam booth, we're right next to the spam booth. So you can get yourself a spam T-shirt and then sign up for a free estimate for roofing, gutters, or windows right next door. Now, uh, t- tell me the truth. When's the last time you had spam? I used to like spam. Uh, to be honest with you, um, not not as long ago as maybe it should be. In, in fact, one of my favorite <laughs> things in the world to eat, uh, my best friend's mother makes this. And, and last year, she brought a tub of this to the office. And, and I'd like to say I shared. A tub. But uh, I didn't. And it was like everybody's had ham salad. Well, she makes a spam salad that... Uh, it was one of my favorite things to eat, so we'd have that, and then she'd make this spread that you'd make into sandwiches, and that was, uh, that was about as good as it gets. So, I, you know, I'm maybe I'm wrong on this, but I'm okay with spam. And it's also getting close to lunchtime as far as uh, it when is. you get up uh, so is. early. Uh, I, wanna, I don't want to forget about our texters, uh, Andy. They want to ask about uh, the, the GAF certified that we tell about, you know, Linda's construction. What does that mean exactly? The Master Elite Roofer from, from GAF uh, means that it's the manufacturer has looked into this roofer enough where they're going to put a different label on them than all of the other roofers because they trust what they're going to do. There's going to be better warranties that those roofers can offer. And then there's certain things that each one of those roofers have to go through every year, things like training. Um, you get job site inspections. You you have to do have so many of your your roofs inspected. So they, the, GAF does a better job at this than almost any manufacturer that I've ever worked with. Where when when you go to those meetings and it's just master elites, they're all high quality people. I mean I haven't met somebody there one. It's the same faces year after year after year. All those companies that I that I talked about earlier have been around longer than 20 years. So when when you when you see that, you got talking about companies that have been around 50 years, 40 years, 30 years, 20 years. I mean, you're doing something right. And and when I go to pit, not that a guy that's only been around for five years isn't going to do good work. They could very well be that they've been around for five years and they do really good work. But you have to do your research on it and. That's just one of those things. Is it the be-all, end-all, that, that label on you as, as a good roofer? Can you have a bad experience with the Master Elite? Sure. Uh, that can happen, but it's just another thing. So you couple that, and then you look at the Better Business Bureau, and they have an A-plus rating. You look at Angie's List, and they have an A rating. You go on Google, and you look at their Google reviews, um, and then, then you talk to a couple of their customers. And, and if you want... I'll even give you a customer that where we screwed their stuff up. Like, like, <laughs> like this is a customer that we had service work on, so you can talk to them. And, and you think we're, we're, we're not beyond making mistakes. We, we try our best to never make mistakes, but we're just not – it happens. It's how we, how we get better from those mistakes and how fast we address those mistakes that I think separates the, the good contractors from the ones that are just out there trying to make a buck. I was trying to think when, when we paid a visit to your uh, to your booth yesterday uh, to look around and within that 
area, you've got pretty much everything we talk about on the show. Yeah. If, uh, especially, you know, my favorite has always been Leaf Guard Gutters. You know that. You, you want to see Leaf Guard in action, you can see it there. You can see the GAF asphalt roofing. You can see skylights. You can see the infinity window by Marvin. And we have some pretty cool giveaways. We have rain gauges that we're giving away. We have hoorags that we're giving away. We even got the, the squirrel pens are back this year. That's our <laughs> Leaf Guard mascot. Um, so, and uh, if you don't want to make it all the way over to the Lindis Construction booth at the lower level of the grandstand, we have some of those giveaways here at CCO as well. Well, that's good. Say so you mentioned the Leaf Guard, and uh, I want to find a text. All right, here it is. It said, I need a diverter for my Leaf, leaf Guard gutters. Water pours off the roof in the valley uh, corner. Do you have those? What, what is that anyway? Well, um, so there's two ways you can handle valleys. So with our guttering system, we can actually put up what we call a high-volume inside miter. Now, certain valleys, like I, I was on one the other day, it was 65 feet long. So this, this valley is huge. That's a ton of water coming down in that area. So we ended up having to like custom make a, uh, an inside corner that comes out a little bit farther. And then we put up a deflector, we call it, on the actual hood of the gutter. Now, the deflector does a good job of catching all of the water. It also does a good job of catching everything else that comes off the roof, all of the tree debris. So you can you can have two choices there. Even with the as awesome of a gutter system as LeafGuard is, in those high-volume water areas, there's things that you have to do in order to make it function properly, and you have to make a choice here. You either have to make sure that you clean all the tree debris behind that one spot of your gutters, or... You can do what I did. So I have a couple of dormers on my roof. So it's not a ton of water coming off there, but on the heaviest of heaviest rains, I get a little bit of overshooting on my gutters. It's two stories up. It's not enough water where it ever damages anything. I'm still handling 98% of the water that's coming off my roof at any given moment. I could handle 100% of the water coming off my roof. I put those deflectors up. But that means I'm going to have to take the time to pull the ladder out, go up there and clean them out because... It's going to lead to more problems if you have a deflector that's clogged, you have water that can back up onto your roof. It's uh, More often than not, people choose to have a little bit of overshooting than to put the deflector up, even on an open gutter, Denny, like a regular open gutter. Without a deflector, it's not going to handle all of the water coming off valleys. I've seen it where it's like it's not even touching the gutter. It looks like it's coming off 50 miles an hour. That, that one that's 65 feet long, the storms that we've had this year. Picks up momentum. The Yowzer, yeah. Uh, Texter wants to know, and I, this is something we, we mention all the time, uh, what is Lindis's direct telephone number? Well, it's easiest phone number to yeah. always remember. Sorry, is 1-800-LEAFGUARD. You can also look us up on the web at lindisconstruction.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on House. You can find us on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We do not have Snapchat yet, but I'm guessing that's that's coming soon. So if you just search Lindis online, you you're going to come to a website where you click you can click to call. You can find us on CCO's page. So. But 1-800-LEAFGUARD is the easiest phone number to remember. And we see you on television once in a while, too, don't we? Yes, less and less, though, uh, now. I mean, that's uh, not going to be... <laughs> we, uh, these storms have uh, has made it, so I'm not going to do much advertising this fall. And you want to get in on that 50% off labor? It ends for the year, the last day of this fair. So if you want to get some work done this year and take advantage of the last deal we're offering this year... You have till Labor Day. All right, excellent. And get over to the grandstand, the, the ground level. You don't have to go upstairs. You can walk right in the door and look at the staircase and look for the spam booth as well. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, thanks, Andy. We'll see you next week.